You are now tuned in to the AddictedToSuccess.com podcast, where geniuses, entrepreneurs, and next-level game-changers share their juicy little secrets on achieving massive success. This is the advice you wish you heard years ago. Be prepared and take note as we expose the realness and the raw of what it takes to be successful on AddictedToSuccess.com. So, Alex Morton, you achieved... The uh, massive feat of of a million dollars by the age of twenty five, you lead thousands upon thousands of uh, young and hungry entrepreneurs, and uh, you've done it in an industry that you know usually is run by a lot of the older older folks. So um, yeah, man, I just want to congratulate you on all your success, and thank you for uh, joining us on the Addicted to Success podcast. Hey, Joel, I appreciate it, man. Uh, feeling good and happy to be here. Awesome, bro. Awesome. So I want to kind of get an idea of like, who is Alex Morton? Yeah, well, Alex Morton is uh, 25 today, 25 today. And, um, you know, the story, you know, I guess it starts back in, uh, you know, a small town in Ohio, uh, Bexley, Ohio. Most people have never heard of it, you know, super small. I think I graduated with like 150 kids and you know, growing up, um, always want to be successful, you know, obviously, you know, that's a very, very, um, you know, popular subject, you know, everyone's trying to achieve success and, you know, get to that next level. And, you know, growing up, I always wanted more. Um, I saw a lot of people around me, um, living middle class lives, living mediocre lives, you know, driving, you know, a normal car, living in a normal house and, you know, stuff like that. And, and I always wanted, something more, something bigger. Um, you know, in school, I, I guess I wasn't the smartest kid in the world. You know, I had, you know, B's for the most part, you know, growing up playing sports, you know, football and tennis and basketball and stuff like that. But, you know, I wanted something more. So I guess, you know, who I am is, you know, I, at a young age, I, I just knew I was destined for something bigger. I don't know what it was going to be, but I just wanted to make a difference in the lives of, as many people as possible and obviously, you know, make a lot of money and achieve success. Awesome, man. Awesome story. So the industry that you're, you're currently acing it in is uh, the network marketing industry. So can you tell us a little bit of uh, how you were introduced into this industry? Yeah. So um, 18 years old, you know, I was going uh, to Arizona State University and I got into real estate um, at a young age, you know, I was actually sitting on the couch one day and I saw a million dollar listing, this TV show of these guys making a lot of money in real estate. And I saw that and, um, you know, I got involved, you know, in the real estate game. But, you know, when network marketing hit me, I was, you know, struggling as a student, you know, grades were tough. I was, I was actually 21 at the time and I was kind of questioning a lot of the stuff going on in school and, you know, I was studying business, but they were making me study chemistry and biology and I wanted to study public speaking and they were, and they were making me take, you know, Spanish and I was just like, this is kind of, kind of crazy. So the way I, I got introduced to network marketing was, you know, one of my dad's friends actually uh, approached me about it. He said, Hey, you know, we got this healthy energy drink. Um, you know, you're going to sign up. Your friends are going to sign up. Everybody's going to sign up. We're going to make all this money. It's going to be great. We're going to be rich. And uh, obviously, like most people at first, you know, I said it was too good to be true. Thought it was one of those things. You know, I was very, very ignorant, you know, dumb and broke at the time. I tell people I had a huge ego and a small bank account. Um, and I, I was very turned off to it. Um, I said no for 30 days, but what really got me to open up my mind was I met a, I met a guy in the company 
um, who was 25 years old. And, you know, the, the prior year he made uh, close to a half a million dollars. And he said, you know what, man, um, I'm 25, never even went to college. You know, I believe in college, but I never went to college. I made a half a million last year. And if you say what I say and do what I do, you know, eventually you're going to get what I have. And that was all I needed to see. You know, that watch cost, you know, more than a condo. And I said, you know what? I'm 21 and broke. You're 21 and rich. Or, no, I'm 21 and broke. You're 25 and rich. And one day when I'm in, when I'm 25, you know, I want to have the lifestyle you're leading. So it was kind of like monkey see, monkey do. And I got on board and just um, figured it out. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. So obviously, you know, in the beginning, money was kind of your motivation, right? You felt that if you were to be struggling in college, that you associated that with pain and you wanted to move towards something that was more comfortable, more pleasurable, and, and also where, um, you know, you could live life on your own terms. So has it changed, man? Has your motivation changed since you've been able to make a lot of money with this and, and also help others make a lot of money? It has, you know, I, I don't lie to people. I'm very, you know, upfront, real, honest. It's just the way I am. Some people love me for it. Some people don't love me for it. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm good with it. So it's fine. But, you know, at first it was about the money. You know, I, I think a lot of people get involved in this industry for the money at first because they're struggling financially. You know, they're sick and tired of being sick and tired. You know, we tell people, you know, if you're feeling broke, busted and disgusted, you know, you got to make, got to make a change. Uh, but, you know, I've been in this company for three and a half years and, you know, I have had, you know, some pretty, you know, massive success and helped a lot of my friends have, the, you know, a lot of success as well. And it's changed everything. You know, at first my why was to get rich and have a nice car and party. And now it's to impact people. You know, I got the chance to travel about, I think, 40 different states. Um, I was in Europe, 10 countries last month. I mean, all over the world building this business. And I've seen people struggle. I've seen families break up over, you know, bills. I've seen friends, parents lose jobs. I've seen friends, uh, parents lose, lose their home and, you know, just struggle. And now that what I'm seeing now at 25 years old is that I can have an impact on individuals and also families, um, and help people get out of that. So my why switched from making money to now just helping as many people as possible and trying to think about, you know, leaving a legacy. One day, I want people to say, because of that guy, we don't have to worry about money. Because of that guy, because of what that guy did for your daddy, you know, we can pay for your college. Um, and that's kind of, it switched from just make money to now, you know, help a lot of people and, you know, leave a legacy. Yeah, no, that's great, man. That's such a great thing to strive for. And it, it's funny, man, because, you know, you get a lot of people where they are, they're trying to find their why to begin with. And it's, it's cool because you're the example of someone that, that has said like, you know what, it's okay if, if money is your why to begin with, but you're going to work it out at some point. So that's great, man. Like, what is your advice for, for those that are that are like kind of struggling for their why? Um, I tell people, you know, a lot of people say they want to, you know, retire mom and dad and save all the kids in Africa and build churches in Guatemala. And that's all great. But I, I, I more so call that like a long-term vision or an end-all be-all dream. You know, when you're when you're struggling to find your why, you know, what's your desperate why? Like, why do you need to make a hundred phone calls today? Why do you need to go to the nearest mall and talk to fifty people? Why do you need to go prospect the girl at Starbucks or the guy at, you know, Subway? I mean, you have to have a reason, you know, for why you do what you do, and, and a reason that's going to emotionally connect. And we say, you know, find a why to make you cry. 
Um, and that's powerful. You know, if you don't have that strong, deep why, it's going to be tough to really get out of the gates and start running hard. Yeah. Yeah, you got it, man. You got it. So can you tell us a little bit about your, your team that you've built? Like what, how many people do you have now in your, uh, your team? Yeah, we started at four, with four people at Arizona State University um, three and a half years ago. Uh, and now we've, we've expanded that into um, roughly 15,000 uh, customers and affiliates, 50 states, I think 32 wow. countries. So, you know, we've, we've built a lot of people. You know, I think, I think one thing that I learned from my mentors is that, you know, if you build the people – the people are going to build the business. So I, I'm spending a lot of my time, you know, now mentoring that next wave, mentoring that next young guy, mentoring that, you know, young girl that wants it bad, that's willing to put in the time, you know, and effort into, you know, becoming a leader. You know, I think everything rises and falls on leadership, you know, regardless of if your product is a plastic cup, you know, the world's healthiest energy drink or a, you know, phenomenal, um, you know, lotion. I mean, you got to develop people to lead, you know, to lead your army, to lead your distribution army. Yeah, no, great, man. Great. Really fascinated in the, uh, the subject of leadership. So what would you say is, has been a big realization for you lately as a, as a leader? Like what is something that you've learned that has really helped you to, uh, you know, increase the, uh, the growth in your team? Yeah, um, I've actually been studying a lot of John Wooden. Uh, you know, nothing to do with network marketing, nothing to do with the business I'm in. But you know, one of the greatest coaches of all time, and he has that pyramid of success, which is funny—the pyramid of success. <laughs> but uh, you know, at the top of that sucker is competitive greatness, um, and then in big bold letters, he talks about energy and enthusiasm, and you know, that's what I feel. Um, I'm not the best at this business. You know, I, I'm, I'm very good at a couple little things. And I think that energy and enthusiasm is huge. You know, it, you know, I tell our people, you know, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. You know, if you can't connect emotionally with a prospect, with a person, with a leader, it's going to be tough to inspire them to take action. Um, so I think you got to be competitive, man. I mean, you know, like I said, you know, I study a lot of, you know, Will Smith's videos and I study a lot of great athletes and great actors and, and they all say the same stuff on success. It's like you have to want it worse than, than the next guy. You have to keep giving that extra inch, you know, go that extra yard, go that extra mile, wake up early, stay up late, sacrifice stuff. Um, and on leadership, it's like, you know, you, you gotta, you, you just have to have that vision and you have to, like John Wooden says, you have to have energy and enthusiasm um, to get the job done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about sacrifice and um, wanting to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, it kind of sounds like you've been hanging out with Eric Thomas, man. <laughs> He's a friend of mine, yeah, a great guy. I see that, yeah, you jumped on a few interviews with him and, and um, you were like hanging out with him for a bit. So um, what, what did you learn from Eric Thomas? Man, you know, his story is powerful and amazing, you know, homeless to now millionaire. Um, I think for him, it's just he preaches work ethic. You know, he spoke at one of our company's convention and he said, you know, every day I wake up and I go hunt. And then when you're, when, when you're done hunting, you go hunt again. Um, and I think he's a perfect example of just brute, grit, work ethic. 
um, and getting it done. You know, that's what I've, you know, based my life on is, you know, you know, I tell people, you know, you can be smarter, better looking, this, that, and the other, but when it comes down to work ethic, I'm going to do everything in my power to outwork you. Um, and if that happens when some, when an individual will do that and they'll do whatever it takes and they will outwork their competition or opponent or whoever, they're going to most likely come out on top. Um, you know, most of the time. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like uh, Will Smith saying that he'll outrun you on a treadmill. That's it. He, he can't outrun him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said he's either gonna, yeah, either you're getting off the treadmill first, or he's gonna die on the treadmill. And that's that's the mentality you gotta have to make it. Yeah, get rich or die trying, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> nice man, nice. So, um, apart from Eric Thomas, like, who are some other uh, mentors that you've learned from, and what's some of the best advice that you've ever received? Um, I love Jim Rohn. I think he's the godfather, grandfather of, you know, success and achievement. I, I love Jim Rohn. Um, one of the newer people I've been studying a little close, more close is, uh, John C. Maxwell, obviously huge name. I love his stuff on, uh, you know, leadership, but you know, as mentors go, you know, I really talk about my parents a lot. Um, you know, I got, you know, different end of the spectrum here. You know, my dad, you know, was a uh, college dropout. He hates me when I say that, but you know, he was a college dropout and my mom has a master's degree from Pepperdine. So I grew up with education, 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 and over here, just work your butt off, work your butt off. Don't be outworked and you're going to make it happen. So some of the best advice, you know, from them, you know, they, they, they have a pretty crazy story. You know, they went through like a 20 plus million dollar bankruptcy. Uh, in Houston, Texas, when the housing market crashed, and then they built it, they built it back up in the insurance field. Um, and some of the best advice I've ever received from them is just, you know, never give up. You know, I don't want to sound cliche, but never give up. You know, and, and however bad it gets, you know, it's kind of like if you're laying on the floor, if you can look up, you can get up. Um, so I tell people, if you're struggling right now, if you're stuck at a certain rank, if if you're you know, if your restaurant's not doing well, if your business isn't doing well, if you're not selling enough cars at your, you know, your car, your, your car shop, whatever you're doing, you know, you, you can always find ways to improve. You can always find ways to get better. Um, one of my mentors, Bob Proctor, who was a big guy on The Secret, you know, he said, you know, at 80 years old, he told me, he goes, Alex, you never arrive. And that stuck with me. You know, this guy's traveling all over the world on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, he's made tens of millions of dollars. And he said, you never arrive, meaning you're always growing, you're always learning, you're always maturing, and you have to be an ongoing learner and student. Um, and I've applied a lot of that to my life. I hate to read, but I read. Um, I take notes. I watch audio. I listen to audios. I watch videos, you know, just like you do. And I learn from people that have what I want. And I just apply their principles into my own life. Yeah. No, that's the way to live, man. You've got to be addicted to success. That's right. Good <laughs> <It's> success. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. So is the difference between someone that is absolutely killing it in network marketing and then there's that person at the bottom that is like feeling like they're ready to just give up? Conviction, work ethic, and belief. I mean, one of my mentors told me you have to believe much bigger much sooner. You know, I watched a guy on stage who was making at the time, I think roughly a million dollars a month. And he said that if you're waiting to believe, you know, some people say, well, I'm not going to believe until I got, I have the BMW. 
I'm not going to believe until I'm making $5,000 a month. I'm not going to believe big until I'm making $10,000 a month. And if you do that, he said you already missed millions. You know, I can think back at Arizona State three years ago when I was broke, you know, eating Taco Bell. You know, I remember cheesy bean rice burrito, no fiesta salsa for dinner, 99 cents. And I remember, and I just, I was sitting there on the couch and I said, you know what? If this guy, this guy, this girl, and this guy can all earn 100000 a year, quarter million a year, half a million a year, million dollars a year, they got two legs and two arms, they're human beings, right? I made that decision that I'm going to just learn the information and I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to make it happen regardless of what it took, regardless of how much I had to sacrifice. And, you know, it was tough at co in college, you know. A lot of my friends were partying six and a half nights a week, Arizona State, big party school, and I had a lot of fun there. But I made sure that I was putting the time and effort into this business, um, you know, to get to that next level. So to answer your question, you know, what, what separates the guy that makes a half a million a year to the guy that's, you know, struggling to, you know, pay his auto ship, you know, I think it's belief and conviction. You know, if you're convicted enough, um, your friends are going to see that. They're going to say something's up with this guy, something's up with Joel, something's wrong with this guy. He's so excited, you know, I, I got to take a look at what he's doing. Um, and it goes back to that, you know, 80% of all decision making is emotion. 20% is logic. So that's why so many smart people, they never really, they, most of them never really get around and doing much because they're always thinking about everything and getting content and being logical. And then you take somebody that just goes out there and just lights himself on fire and attracts people that want to be around that energy, that want to be around that vision. And it all dates back to you, you have to believe much bigger, much sooner. And, you know, there's never been a better time than right now to start believing much bigger and much sooner. Yeah, yeah, you're right, hundred percent, man. And I feel that like when you're studying on network marketing, or even when you're leading a team, you want to try and get them to get paid as soon as possible. Hundred percent. Because because like as the money you know goes up, your belief goes up also. Yeah, that's like one of the biggest things. Yeah, yeah. we preach um, get paid. We get your people paid and promoted. Paid, promoted, pin rank, ASAP. You know, because you're right. You know, when they get paid, they get a check. They get a check with a comma in it. They get fired up and they take more more massive action. Yeah, that's right. And obviously, network marketing is built a lot of uh, duplication. So, like, how do you how do you encourage duplication within your team? Um, we, we encourage duplication uh, going back to building leaders and following one distinct system. Um, you know, I'll be honest. You know, when we started this thing three three and a half years ago, we didn't really ha we had a system, but not really. It was more of a hype, hype, hype slam them in and see who makes it and now uh, we've implemented a, a real professional system you know the company I'm with went from you know we started the YPR young people revolution and now it's actually the young professional revolution so you know we're wearing college shirts we're acting more professional um, and the system is going to be the duplication you know I actually have a sheet right here of you know when somebody signs up you know they have four steps that they have to complete and if you get everybody on the same page whether somebody's in South Africa Taiwan China you know Singapore Australia or Scottsdale Arizona they're all following steps one two three four and also um, I'm doing a lot of webinars you know like we're talking right now on Skype I'm doing a lot of webinars on teaching the fundamentals 
of this business and giving people a couple action steps to take. And if they take those action steps and they follow the system, they should be achieving success. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great, man. That's a great process. So the network marketing industry is a, it's like a $167 billion industry or something crazy like that, right? It's up there with like what entertainment and athletes like sports and wow. And so there are, there's a lot of potential in industry. The problem is that there's a lot of companies trying to do it too. So what would your advice be to someone that is like looking at going down the road of network marketing, but they, they're like a bit funny about which company they should choose. Like what should they look for in a company? Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of options out there. Uh, more so now that this, you know, once, once our YPR kind of took off now, all of a sudden I'm seeing a company a month targeting young people. You know, I'm watching videos of guys and girls and they're out there on stage saying the same stuff I was saying three years ago. And it, you know, it's cool to see young people taking action. Um, but you got to find something that's going to fit. You know, I think the biggest thing is, um, number one, who, who's commanding the ship? Who's the CEO? You know, you know, who's this guy? You know, does he have a track record of success or is he just some, you know, guru that's never made any money in network marketing? Um, you know, look at the family behind it. One of the big things for me is um, a privately owned company. You know, personally, that's just my opinion. I, I don't want decision making in the hands of, you know, Wall Street investors. I don't want that. I want it to be, you know, a family business. Um, you know, I tell people find a product that makes sense. You know, I don't think it makes sense for you and I, you know, t you know, guys in our twenties to go sell maybe mascara or lipstick. <laughs> No um, I you know, <laughs> find a product that fits your demographic, that makes sense in your demographic, and that people already spend money on. So the objection of I don't have any money, well, it's not going to be there if you know if you're if we're selling a phone and everybody already has the iPhone and our and our phone's better. Guess what? Stop spending money here. Spend money there. Um, and the biggest thing is find a mentor. Find somebody that's really going to build the business with you, teach you, coach you, train you, mentor you. I was fortunate to have, you know, a family um, of mentors, you know, one specific family, you know, a mom, dad, and, uh, you know, two brothers and a sister. That family kind of mentored my family. And now I'm involved. My sister's a six-figure earner. My parents are both six-figure earners. So find people that have what you want. Find a company you believe in. Find a product that makes sense. And something long term, you know, um, you got to find something that's going to be here. You know, I look at the top 10, top 15 companies of all time, and this is just fact. I mean, they're all great product based companies. Um, so, in my opinion, I think that um, human beings, it's hard to get emotional about a cell phone bill or it's hard to get emotional about a product that doesn't make any sense. But when you can give somebody a product and they feel good on a health standpoint, um, they're going to be customers for life and that's where the real residual income, you know, comes into play. That's great advice, Alex. Thanks for sharing that, man. And uh, yeah, I want you to kind of share what is, uh, what is your take on the, on the power of residual income? Because I kind of feel like I'm a massive fan of residual income. Like I, I actually coach a lot of people and show people vehicles to be able to, to achieve success. Because what I find is like a lot of people, they want success, but they don't have a vehicle that can get them there. They get pumped up, they get motivated, they go to like your Tony Robbins or T.R. Vecca and like, I want it, I want it, but they don't have the vehicle. So what is, how, how has residual income changed your life? And, and like, what is your take on residual income? 
Um, my take is it's what wealthy people do. Um, you know, in school, you know, and I'm really disclaimer, Alex Morton supports college. I have a four year degree from Arizona State University, 3.0 GPA in communications, but wealthy people own their own business, period. Wealthy people own their own business. They build networks. They're not clocking in and clocking out. They don't have a boss. They're not being told when to show up to work, when to go to the bathroom, how much money they're allowed to make. And if you go to any bookstore in the world right now and you find me any book on success, they're not that author is not telling you and I to go get a job. You know, Donald Trump, with all due respect, Donald Trump, you know, I think he said it, don't quote me on this, or Robert Kiyosaki or somebody said J O B stands for journey of the broke or just over broke. You know, most of Americans right now um, are struggling financially. Most people are stuck at a job, you know, nine to five, nine to five, nine to five. You know, they had a couple six day, six day, sick days, a couple vacation days. Um, taxes are killing them. You know, and one thing that we preach right now is the middle class in America is broken. They're hurting. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, when it's time for us to have families and kids and stuff like that, you know, there's going to be people up here earning lots of money and then everybody else. Um, cause our generation for, you know, we're, we're, we're screwed right now, man. I mean, student loan debt, number one debt in America, kids are graduating college, can't even find a job. So residual income, it's, I mean, it's, it's one of the only incomes you should ever work for, you know, ongoing income, you know, when Beyonce, Drake and Jay-Z make a song, they make it once and they get paid every time that song plays. Kevin Durant this year is going to make more money from his Nike basketball shoes than whether he plays or not. <laughs> In the NBA, Michael Jackson last year made more money than any year prior. He's dead. <laughs> so it's like, you know, and they don't teach it. I didn't learn that in school. I didn't learn that in high school. I didn't learn that in college. You know, I think it's one of the best kept secret of the wealthiest people in the world. And it's residual income, ongoing income, building networks, doing something once and getting paid for it forever and ever and ever. And I'll be honest, it's the only income I'm ever going to do. Um, I'm yeah. ever going to strive for, for as long as I live. And, you know, that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah, actually, uh, I heard a quote where it said, um, if you understood the power of residual income, you would walk through walls and walk through fire to get it. 100%. Yeah. 100%. It's, it's pretty much like, it's like the new oxygen, basically. <laughs> you got, I mean, you got to make it happen. I mean, if you don't have residual income, you're putting your future and our family's future wives and kids' futures in the hands of a boss that may not even know your first name, you know, and I get a lot of heat for talking about these things, but you know, go talk to anybody who's wealthy. They're going to say the same thing. You have to own your own business. You have to be an entrepreneur. You have to get out of the employee mindset. You have to get into the entrepreneur mindset and you have to take matters into your own hands in this new economy, this new job market in this new world. Yeah. Um, and I'm a firm believer and owning your own business. I mean, if you want the American dream, you got to own your own business. Um, and that's why we're, we're so blessed to be involved in the industry that we're involved in. So what, uh, what books are you reading nowadays? Like what is a real standout book that has kind of changed the game for you? There's been a couple, but there's been one that's really connected with me because there, there is a gentleman that is, I think he's 56 years old, so he's actually double my age. But when I listen to him on audios and his demeanor and his work ethic and his 
everything about him. I actually got a chance to meet this guy, you know, Grant Cardone. Um, wrote 10X, and he's like, he doesn't BS people, man. You know, I sat down with this guy for five hours in Miami Beach, and it was some of the best five hours of my life, you know, because there's so many people out there, coaches and mentors and speakers, that it's all just sugar-coated nonsense, in my opinion. And this guy comes up. You know, he's not in network marketing, I don't believe. He, he owns real estate, and he does car sales and stuff like that. But he says, whatever effort you get applying right now, if you want to achieve your big goals and dreams, you have to 10x everything you're doing. You know, that's what I've been preaching for the last three and a half years over here and, you know, in network marketing. And it just makes sense. Um, so I would say 10x, Grant Cardone, great book. You know, read it, study it, um, and apply it to your life. Yeah. You know what's funny? Uh, we we just posted Grant Cardone's uh, podcast, so you should see it live right now on our site. So awesome! You awesome. um you'll be after him, man. You'll be the podcast after him. Cool. <laughs> it. So good. I know what you're talking about, man. I spent an hour talking with uh, Grant, and he's just like he's high energy, man. He's like cut and dry, like he says it as it is, and um he he's got a world of knowledge, man. It's, oh, yeah. it's great, great that you had a chance to sit with him for five hours. Yeah, great yeah. guy. Awesome, awesome. So the last question I have for you is, you know, what is your definition of success? That's a great question. Um, I feel like it's changed a lot over the years. Um, you know, a lot of people look at success and they say money, 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 cars, nice condos, but that's a part of it. I'm not going to lie. I, I do think that money is the measure, um, some would say, in success. Um, but I think it's overall happiness. You know, uh, you know, some of these old quotes that I've read, it's like, you know, when you die, nobody cares how much money you made. They care about how many lives you changed. You know, when you die, it's like you're, the measure of success is how many people are going to show up to your funeral, you know, to say this guy changed my life. This guy's a great man. You know, this lady was a great lady and she helped thousands of people and she changed the world. And, you know, I think my definition of success, it's um, there's a lot of different I guess facets in it, but I think it's overall happiness and it's impact. You know, I want to impact people. You know, I'm working on some stuff right now. Um, you can go to alexmortonmindset.com. I have not talked about this with anybody yet. Um, it's going to be coming out in November, so I'm not sure when this podcast is going to air, but it's going to be my vehicle to help more people. Um, that's my thing now, you know. Money's great. I made I made a good amount of it, you know. But at the end of the day, money's paper, um, and it's it's the relationships you build, it's the experiences you have. And now I just want to, you know, get out there, you know, get get out there and help people on inspiration, motivation, um, you know, my story, whatever it might be. I I want to help people achieve their goals and dreams, get them from A to B, and you know, maybe be that shining light right now in a Real world of a lot of darkness, man. You turn on the media, it's all garbage. It's all BS. It's all, you know, disease over here and murders over here and terrorists over here. And it's like, where's the positivity? Where's the inspiration? Where's the, you can go out and make it happen? Where's the set goals? Where's the, you know, go smile today. Go be a happy person. You know, go change someone's, you know, life. So I think it's up to us to go out there and do that. And my definition of success um, is overall happiness and overall impact on people and leaving a legacy. You know, how many lives can we change for the better um, in our given time on earth? 
you know, I think that's what we're after, and that's 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 what I'm so fired up about. Oh man, that's so noble of you. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. You've got it. You've got it right at such a young age. Appreciate it. And you you understand. I'm fired up, man. You know, I really feel like this is only the beginning. So if you're watching this, you can connect with me. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Alex Morton, and then Alex Morton YPR, and Joel's the man. Get on Addicted to Success and get addicted <laughs> to success. Oh, thanks a million, man. I really appreciate you uh, spending the uh, the last 40 minutes with us today. And, dude, just keep motivating, inspiring, and moving forward and creating more impact and legacy, man. Uh, you know, you've done so well. You've done so yes, well. Yes, sir. You can count on that. The best is yet to come. Promise you that.